Hello everyone and welcome to another exciting video in the Speakins Managing Change series where we bring you reliable information from the finest of our experts. I hope all of you and your families are keeping safe. Our guest for today's episode is one of the world's most respected medical professionals. He has served as the honorary surgeon to the President of India and His Holiness Dalai Lama. He is the executive vice chairman of the Max Healthcare, the chairman of the Minimal Access Metabolic and Bariatric Surgery and Allied Surgical Specialties of the Max Healthcare Institute and has been listed in the Guinness Book of World Records and the Limca Book of Records for more than 80,000 minimal access surgeries performed by a surgeon. I am 100% sure that this complete introduction that his complete introduction would supersede the duration of this entire interview and without further ado it is my pleasure to introduce to you padmashri dr pradeep chobe a very warm welcome dr chobe and thank you for joining us today thank you very much it's a pleasure all pleasure is all ours dr chobe so our viewers are eagerly looking forward to hearing from you hence let us not you know keep them waiting and i'll straight away start with the first question so dr jobe with the current covid 19 pandemic that we are going through there is a lot of negativity and people seem extremely pessimistic about every turn of events what is your perspective on the entire crisis that we are in well i think i have, uh, i know that i'm uh, i would like to say that um, this uh, endemic and pandemic is inevitable what i mean to say is that it has started it has to end one day it will definitely end and our aim should be that it should end uh, maybe not on a lesser evil and lesser sufferings and lesser loss of life and with the minimum discomfort uh, to any individual to the family and to the society into the country and to the world so first of all we have to accept that it is a reality so we have to face it and i feel that um, there's no uh, point in uh, becoming panic about it uh, because what i have seen that the fear should be replaced by <coughs> knowledge <coughs> because we know that uh, fear appears when you know nothing about it so if you know facts and figures about uh, this covid virus uh, and that So that should come from the scientific background, not with the uh, type of news which we are getting on uh, various social medias, which uh, even frighten us as well, uh, because we know that it is not true. But if you really look at them, then you feel that yes, if it is true, then it is bad. <clears throat> right, right. Certainly, certainly. Couldn't agree more, sir. So, <clears throat> Dr. Chaube, also people in these times are certainly, you know, scared, and fear often leads to belief in myths, and you know, sometimes even over precautions. What are some of the myths that everyone seems to believe about the coronavirus these days, and you know, regarding how it spreads? We have seen a lot of people, you know, going out of their way to protect themselves, and they are, you know, overly cautious about these things. So, what do you think? You know, some of the myths which everyone seems to believe these days. well i think <clears throat> just to take away the myth i would need to summarize what exactly it is first of all i think it is one of the virus which is normally seen uh, of the covid group of the virus appeared in 19 so it it is known as a covid 
Now this virus basically uh, belongs to the mammals group and it got mutated uh, for the human damages which is now it is doing. Now I will I know that no disease can be uh, considered as a good disease but uh, when uh, you will know about this uh, particular virus you I'm sure it will make you less uncomfortable and less anxious that fortunately this virus is of it has got its own negativity but there are according to me as a medical person there are quite a few positive aspects of this virus first of all this virus is a one of the heaviest virus now when the virus is very heavy that means that uh, the transmission can it will fall down with the gravity right the gravity works all over the earth when we are living on the earth so gravity is uh, is going to be friendly with us as far as this virus is concerned it's a heavy virus so what happens because the virus is heavy it's uh, not it will not be transmitted through the air pollution it's not you know like if you uh, look at many other viruses which are you know uh, dispersed and uh, infect the people by uh, air pollution so you you have to breathe a, a good air so with this virus because it's heavy uh, generally speaking if the patient who's suffering from covid um, uh, infection and if he coughs possibly the cough will not go beyond 3 feet uh, from the person and if he sneezes which is a high pressure uh, expulsion of the virus probably it will go to maybe about 6 feet or so maybe 2 meters so that means that and then it falls down on the ground right and uh, uh, another point uh, which everyone should know that the virus though they are not parasite but they are just a protein mass of rna and dna so it uh, needs some cell to survive so their energy their uh, nutrition comes from the cell so in this case it needs a human cell mm -hmm. to go it cannot penetrate the skin cell so it has got a affinity for mucous membrane that is nose okay. mouth eyes you know these are the common sort of thing and when it comes out it is sort of spread in a periphery of about 6 feet at the most you can say mm. and then what uh, the person may do is sneeze or touch his mouth or you know and that is how it comes to the hands mm. so next thing is that it comes to the hand and in hand again because it's a skin it is not going to survive it's not mm. going to penetrate your skin and survive it will survive only when you come in contact with the nasal mucosa or mouth or eyes for that matter mm. and the infection from here it may come from your hand you may uh, uh, put your fingers in, the, in your eyes or you touch your face and then it can enter so we should know from where it can come and what is the entry point so it makes it uh, simple to understand that uh, if you are away from somebody uh, more than six feet or seven feet then you are absolutely safe as far as the droplet infections are concerned mm. so that means that if anybody is coughing or sneezing so you have to keep the distance and that is mm. what is the why we insist on social distancing mm. 
Well, you have to be away from each other more than six feet. Even if the person is infected or the person may not be infected, maybe carrying the virus. So if you are away from that person, then you are safe. Second comes the transmission. Suppose you shake hands with the person or you touch his any part of the body with your hands. Then what? how you can avoid? You have to have hand sanitization. So if you do hand sanitization and if you maintain a social distance, then I think this is a very, very good news because these two things are practically simple to follow provided you understand them. As far as the hand sanitization is concerned, I feel that the best hand hand sanitizer is soap and water, you know, uh, of 20 to 30 uh, seconds duration, which is not much. You just count 20 or 30, then it's all done because Mm -hmm. the soap will destroy the, Mm -hmm. uh, because this has got a a, a lipid sort of, you know, is is a fatty shell. Mm -hmm. So this... uh, so we know that it will remove fat and it will destroy and also you will wash the virus load dead virus load into the water into the sea and if you don't have available uh, soap and water then the role of sanitization comes by the sanitizers so it does not mean that if you don't have a sanitizer this is going to sort of catch you but yes role of sanitizer is when you are away when the water and soap is not available even if you are in some hotel place now, I think that situation has gone because we are all uh, at our own home and our residence. So you have enough water, enough soap, just very frequently, as frequently as you can watch uh, your soap and water. Next comes uh, social uh, uh, distancing, you know. So uh, I think our Prime Minister has taken a very, very bold and very scientific uh, decision and a very courageous decision to announce these three weeks of uh, social distancing and you know in a way uh, uh, shut down all the possibilities from where this infection can come so if you follow it as it is meant for our own benefit and our family's benefit i'm sure the country will be really benefited with that very simple to follow very simple to understand so my submission will be two First, you understand the situation, what the situation is. Understand the science behind it. What is a heavy virus? How can it be transmitted? And third, take prevention and precautions as explained. These are the two absolutely... See, if it would have been air mold, I think the whole country would have suffered. Because everybody has to, you know, uh, inhale air. Mm -hmm. So we must be really thankful that it is a heavy virus and Mm -hmm. it is not... You cannot develop it by just going out. Airborne uh, transmission is not there. Right. Perfect. Uh, very interesting point indeed. I mean, uh, even I was not very sure about the you know virus coming in contact with the skin cells, but uh, as Dr. Chobe has you know pointed out that the virus only affects you know when it comes with the you know mucous membrane or you know uh, and it does not at all affect the skin cells. So that is something to you know note and something that you all can get behind. And there is no need to be very panicky and overly precautious. So, thank you so much for this information, Dr. Chobe. I'll come to the third point, which is uh, my third question for you is the nature at present seems to be healing herself with all, all the humans locked inside their homes. 
the effect can already be seen on the environment is the covid-19 pandemic a warning and a wake up call for the human kind <clears throat> well, i think in every century you will have one or two wake up calls like this and uh, it's a god sent it's uh, uh, we also must should also appreciate uh, the nature what i mean by nature is that we all are born by half cell male cell and half female cell then such a complex system develops after that and uh, god and nature would always like to destroy it and that's why we say that the birth and death these are the 200% things which are going to happen to everybody i mean there's no pessimism in this it's absolutely optimism i think yes i would uh, feel that um, this sort of things come because uh, look you know couple of decades back um, the mosquitoes were a big nuisance and you mm-hmm. just spray the ddt and all mosquito died you know mm-hmm. if you shout ddt and the mosquito will die it was as bad but see over a period of time the ddt has lost its effect because mm-hmm. nature wants to uh, maintain and sustain the mosquitoes also mm-hmm. so they have mutated them they have changes which have taken place and that has also sort of in a way uh, uh, helped the mosquitoes to survive ddt then we keep on so antibiotic penicillin today penicillin is practically of no use because at one time it really saves millions and millions of uh, life mm-hmm. but today penicillin the bacteria the organisms have developed that sort of you know resistance to that uh, Uh, uh penicillin so we are coming out with newer and better antibiotics so what i'm trying to say is that yes god would create such situations where people are like to die but i think whatever we can prevent whatever we can do uh, i'm sure the medical fraternity and all all of us we do exactly the same so wherever we been finally of course yes you have to give in uh, one day to mm-hmm. the nature and to the god whatever you believe in and say okay this is the last moment of anybody's life wow very very interesting take very interesting take indeed uh coming to the next question uh, we are seeing tremendous lifestyle changes owing to the covid 19 i mean at the same time some people seem to be extremely paranoid about the situation while some people are even scared to step out even in their balconies and gardens others are practicing ostracization against people from northeast people who have just returned from abroad and even doctors this is a huge problem that we are seeing right now what would you like to comment on this situation and what can you put out your word regarding the situation to the people out there who are practicing all these social evils well i think this is this is uh, uh, again i would say this is a thought process negative thought process of few individuals who are absolutely pessimist who may be mm. under depression and and i would say very illiterate and very negative they must be very negative in their life you know there's so many things every time so many times in a year we all get common cold mm. and this is this virus also produces something like common cold mm. the unfortunate part uh, of this is it if one gets infected by this Uh, the mortality is little more than what is expected mm. of a common cold you know mm. so it's because it's a very aggressive virus mm. so that that uh, that's again is a medical fact 
and what we are going to do i think you know uh, if uh, like uh, we i am i am a doctor i am a surgeon so suppose i stop operating emergency patients what will happen uh, how how anybody will feel but uh, what about when uh, the person will develop a covid i think he has to be managed helped by the doctor paramedical staff nurses you know mm. so we put so much at risk mm. we are not soldiers exactly because when you join an army you know that you have to face you have got a, a mm. you know gun uh, with you you have you know so much of a support with you but as a medical person it's a certain sort of thing medical world was not aware of this particular uh, uh, virus and its problems and this uh, this thing so we are trying to get up and i uh, would also really uh, uh, pay uh, my respect and salute to the uh, doctor community and the paramedical staff and the corporate hospitals and the uh, government hospitals the nursing homes uh, with the support of the government and government has been absolutely proactive very proactive i mean uh, again i would say that uh, they have done it at absolutely right time when india was supposed to enter into the uh, community transfer um, third phase which is a community uh, spread of this disease which is which can explode and kill maybe a, a huge part of the human population mm-hmm. so i think you know we are uh, i'm quite optimist you see 5 7 days now if you really look at the graph we have just crossed about 1000 cases mm. we should have crossed if not uh, uh, this situation we we would have crossed maybe 10 15000 uh, maybe more uh, positive cases mm. so i think it's a great positive indication that uh, we will win over Uh, this battle with minimum harm mm-hmm. provided of course you and me support and uh, the doctors support the government's instructions and do not resist that's what i'm saying there's so much to do in life why don't you just reinvent yourself uh, rediscover your family rediscover the talent which is available in the family look at what you wanted to do in life what hobbies you wanted to pursue i think this gives us a uh, lifetime opportunity of 3 weeks to do introspection what things we were not doing good which is not good to our health uh, maybe uh, we were not aware of those things now and and so many times i would say that uh, you did not know what your family member is capable of what talents your children your wife your grandchildren your even for that matter your staff though they they have so much of talent but because we were all running on to fast track we did not have much time to stop and think over possibly uh, to me i have taken uh, it as a golden period of 3 uh, uh, weeks uh, which uh, i can do a lot in within in 5 7 days i've realized that what we all were missing as a family as an individual as in our own hobby so i think people will remember i can assure you after 3 weeks people will remember such a wonderful time we had with the family though little inconveniences are there but these inconveniences are hardly anything 
in the modern world you have got all uh, uh, internet available to you all the television programs so many uh, things which are available to you you can do a community uh, sort of you know through internet community discussions you can really play music with the community you can play games with internet and so many things so you uh, should look at the positive side uh, rather than a little inconvenience here and there which is minuscule of what otherwise we will go through when we become sick and uh, develop uh, the the country develops that sort of thing it will all fizzle out because there's no mm-hmm. medical facilities which can handle thousands and thousands of such infected person no oh, understood completely understood and i would like to add here personally that uh, our doctors and our medical community at this time are no less than the soldiers who are you know out there risking our lives for the protection of us so big salute to doctors like yourself and the entire medical community who are out there looking after us thank you so much for that dr jobe and uh, of course i mean uh, uh, as many people are asking us regarding what to do within this 21 day lockdown as you rightly mentioned this is a time to you know reintrospect just you know spend time with family there is no need to be depressed and there is no need to be feel like there is no need to feel isolated so really appreciate your words on that dr jobe coming to the uh, next question and this is a question that we are really getting a lot one of the biggest reasons that corona virus is so scary is that there is no vaccine against this as of now a lot of people want to know why the vaccine is not yet developed and why is it taking so long so dr jobe when can we possibly see the anti covid vaccine well i think we cannot really depend on the vaccine at this stage you know because first of all this corona covid 19 was not known to us because it's a uh, virus uh, which affects the bats you know mm. it's a bats virus um, and and it has mutated to affect the human being so it's, i mean why should the uh, medical science look into the covid 19 it was never uh, uh, affected the human beings you know it was basically for um, the bats to be affected but uh, having said that see i think you must understand the mechanism first we have to understand the virus we have to see the the rna chains which are there in the virus and then you have to create antibodies which is a protein which is totally opposite to this uh, uh, protein of covid 19 and that you have to grow that and develop that and then create vaccines you know and then vaccine will be used as prevention in it takes hell of a long time and and maybe the fastest time which i can think it can never be developed no vaccine can be developed within a year or maybe 18 months or maybe 24 months because it's a very tedious process it's not it's very time consuming so it's not that today you know and then you have antidote tomorrow no it is it's going to take so we we should not think of vaccine at all you know i think we have got uh, influenza vaccine after so many years of getting influenza uh, maybe dengue maybe so many other uh, virus uh, thing and i think we should be really thankful that this covid 19 is not transmitted through mosquito suppose it would have been uh, Uh, transmitting the disease through mosquito i think country like india 
would really would have faced mm-hmm. such a severe challenge that you cannot kill the mosquitoes of the mm-hmm. country you know so i think these are the some positive points of this covid 19 prevention is the best social distancing is the best and uh, hand wash hand sanitization is the best way to uh, avoid completely you don't need a vaccination maybe when as and when the vaccination come it may prevent but that nature would probably mutate this virus into maybe covid xx which year it mutates you never know so what hmm. your covid 19 vaccination will go waste Mm. like what happened to smallpox vaccination it's is gone mm. it's not available it's not of any use what mm. happened to the polio vaccination it's it's only for the mm. children now i think the country is polio free and mm. uh, smallpox free you know so i think we should not really rely on the vaccine at all it's going to take long time just follow Perfectly. the social distancing and hand and sanitization and this will take care of uh, this uh, this sort of infections which are going to and then the community develops a sort of you know community uh, sort of protection natural protection perfect perfectly perfectly said and just to reiterate as dr chobe just mentioned we should not wait up for the vaccine we should do our bit to keep ourselves safe because vaccine you know might be might the development of vaccine might take a couple of more months so we should not totally wait up for the vaccine and you know be careless that the vaccine will be developed we should practice social distancing very well said very well said dr chobe and uh, coming to the you know one of the last questions after that maybe we can take one or two questions we have we have received from our audience how can we best fight against coronavirus while at the same time keeping ourselves and our families safe and is there any other advice that you would like to give to our viewers well i think you have to take uh, social separation little more seriously mm-hmm. so it is within the family and some of our family members if develops common cold etc which could be surely a covid infection so keep that person in a separate room do not interact much keep the distance and that person you know can be given separate food on a disposable sort of thing and i can assure you that most of these things will settle down within the family mm-hmm. uh, it is it, quite possible the other family members also may not develop at all you know it is it is as preventable as that even in a mm-hmm. family if you seclude that person isolate that person it's not that you close the windows and uh, i mean uh, air conditioning and this and that not to that extent mm. but i think it is possible to do that second place where i think we uh, do not follow is do not get people from outside mm. don't try to socialize i think this is the commonest thing in this last week which i have seen people say oh we are just living four blocks away why don't you just come out, come over in the evening we will have some fun that's not to be mm-hmm. done uh you should be working more don't let your mates come as a part time because mm-hmm. that those are the person who can bring uh, the infection mm-hmm. from outside because they are the persons who are meeting so right. do it all your work as much as possible do not if you have a staff at home mm-hmm. let them not go out i mean mm-hmm. they will help you even mm-hmm. if you have to work little more it how does it matter mm-hmm. after all when we go on a holiday we have to wash our clothes and we have to wash mm-hmm. our utensils so why not i mean 
as i said it's acceptance hmm. so these are things to be avoided but don't hmm. be afraid of a newspaper somebody is getting you a newspaper it's not a way to transmit this virus hmm. Hmm. also uh, and you should not that uh, you're not going to talk to somebody on telephone you're not talk, hmm. going to talk on a video conferencing hmm. do that there are a lot of apps which have come now you can play games you can play cards uh, mm. on the game you can play chess mm. whatever you feel you know mm. you can have an orchestra mm. you play drum somebody plays uh, guitar somebody plays piano on this and it can make a very good uh, recording you know mm. which will you will remember that during that period we created so many songs we somebody has lost okay and you can even bet also you can play cards and you can bet okay so i owe 100 rupees to himanshu uh, to be paid after this uh, uh, period is over agreed agreed uh, very well said very well said so i i think i'll have one of the questions uh, so i have mr saurav who has a question that currently is the medical infrastructure in india ready to cope up with the challenge of covid 19 yeah very very interesting and this is what we are fighting for and mm-hmm. this is what the social distancing will do because if you have 1000 patients coming to any suppose mm-hmm. you know institution how can you handle 1000 patients of one disease the right. hospitals and the medical fraternity are prepared and geared for a particular number mm-hmm. you know say suppose uh, somebody is coming to uh, your home for a dinner you don't expect uh, 500 people coming for dinner how can you feed 500 people for a dinner mm. you expect 5 10 20 uh, mm. maybe 15 instead of 15 maybe 20 will come mm. but if 200 people come how can you feed them so rightly so exactly. medically as a doctor as a you know uh, responsible person of uh, a big uh, uh, chain of max healthcare what what our aim is to stagger it to flatten that curve so suppose there are 10 patients coming every day for uh, this infection we can very efficiently handle it but if 1000 people come mm. we cannot handle it so what we want that we should have uh, minimum possible patients coming to us because i think you must understand that it's not the patient care also we have to take care of our own self of our own doctors nurses you know the you know that ppe the uh, professional protection equipment which is which is a limited supply to uh, many of uh, us uh, for when we are operating the infected patients of infectious diseases but we are not prepared to operate 10 cases because every uh, uh, ppe professional protection equipment uh, uh, needs to be changed every time and you know with this ppe you cannot drink water you cannot eat coffee you cannot go to the washroom you can do nothing so you have to change the whole ppe equipment if you mm-hmm. say suppose you want to go to the washroom mm-hmm. uh, you have to take out all the two layers of ppe and have a new equipment coming in you know mm. and so when the duty changes you imagine in icu they suppose there are 20 persons working in on a duty and we have to reduce the working hours four to six hours not beyond that because you cannot hold on uh, starving uh, and uh, not going to the washroom for such a long period so mm. we have to have more frequent changes of the duty roster mm. and uh, 
that means that you need more pps you know number of pps are more so what i mean is that we are reasonably equipped at the moment for a reasonable number but if this gets staggered over few weeks and months then i think definitely the whole country will be geared with a large number of uh, ventilators the large number of ppe large number of our medical personnel and infrastructure and the medications so if our curve gets flattened i can assure you i think we can fight this disease and win over it you know perfect very interesting very interesting uh one last question and this is a, this is a good question this is a funny question so one of our viewers ranjan is asking us uh we've seen that uh, we've heard that uh, uh, sanitizers with more than 60% alcohol are considered good for hand wash will drinking alcohol be of any help in fighting against coronavirus no i think because you are drinking 40% or 40 proof you know so i don't think you you know uh, have you read that uh, study uh, yesterday it came that 300 people in uh, um, iran died because some social media said that if you drink ethanol 70% uh, you know your body will kill and all those guys who had 70% ethanol 300 people died just oh imagine Lord. so i think ethanol is uh, not uh, a preventive but yes maybe uh, uh, for Uh, maybe relaxation it's good but not as a, as a sanitizer the better sanitizer will be again soap and water and mm-hmm. uh, uh, added uh, uh, with uh, little sanitizer so mm. but i don't think i i would not like to really spend too much of money i would rather <laughs> prefer to have a, a cheap soap and running mm-hmm. water which is mm-hmm. the best way to uh, sanitize yourself and of course for maybe uh, of the record for your sanitization of your soul and to get away your panic act reaction maybe a small drink is okay but the <laughs> panic reaction should be removed by uh, having the knowledge about the, this particular some very simple knowledge which you have to basic know and i would advise keep away from the social media just don't download those social medias don't forward those social medias just stick to uh, who uh, uh, site which will get exact picture what needs to be done hmm. social media right. is to be avoided hmm. Hmm. perfect perfect right so ranjan i am sorry to inform you that although drinking alcohol might not help you but listening to dr pradeep chobe will certainly add a lot of value <laughs> uh so to our viewers i would like to add here that i really cannot emphasize enough on every word and every single piece of advice that dr chobe has been extremely kind enough to share with us these are difficult times indeed but let us all take a moment to reflect on our lives and see this as a period of opportunity i would like to thank dr chobe for joining us today on behalf of all our viewers and speaking team you have our sincerest gratitude for sharing some very critical points that we urgently needed to listen to i'm sure that our viewers will immensely benefit from your words to all the viewers out there to hear more from dr chobe please do visit our website and if you like this video please do not forget to give it a big thumbs up and share the knowledge with your friends and with your families also stay safe and maintain social distancing we are in this together 
thank you so much dr chobe for joining us i wish safety and good health for you and your family have a great day ahead my name is himanshu and i'm happy to be speaking with you <laughs>